0: Dun, 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 dun. This is Up First, and uh, you're listening to an NPR podcast. Hey. Ding <laughs> dong, Last Culture Reaches is calling. Oh, Jesus. I, mean, I think we're going through an identity crisis.
1: Yeah. Is this rebranding? Is I, this what this is?
0: Do you think we'd get more listeners if we just... Uh, had our name be the exact same as like a bigger podcast. How do you feel about being the Joe Rogan experience? The Joe
1: podcast? Rogan experience
0: or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Let's you know what? Um from here on out, we are the Joe Rogan experience, uh mm-hmm. our dear leaders. Um mm-hmm. they're now Roganets.
1: Roganets. <laughs> they're Roganes. Hey girls <laughs> 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 We'd have a very confused listenership, which probably isn't that different from now, to be honest. No, uh,
0: yeah, this is our, uh, I mean, this is our first episode back in a while.
1: Yeah, if you're listening, uh, it, we're in February. It's been a a a, mo- a little over a month since we've had an episode of Bobber Flop, but you know, we needed a, we needed a reset. You know, not not only did we
0: need a reset, I think. Uh-huh. Um, I just I want to lay out there's a big elephant in the room, mm-hmm. uh, and that is yeah, there is no <laughs> new music being released, it's... and it turns out that like that just is how it's gonna be for the next couple of months.
1: <sighs> turns out we weren't the only ones taking the sabbatical,,
0: Ugh. you know, so so, so, we have decided, and we've. <laughs> We spent a long time putting together a list of uh, all of the albums that are coming out that are worthwhile to review. There and are four. <laughs> there are four. Uh, but just to sprinkle it in there, because we know you guys love listening to us, and we love listening to you <laughs> sometimes. I like to talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> We are we are gonna we've tapped into some of our, our bestest of bestest of friends, mm-hmm. and uh, there'll be some fun episodes where they get to talk us through one of their kind of icons or some an artist that they, they know a lot about, and we're gonna go
1: Ooh. dig deep into one of the albums of yes. the, of that artist, yes, and go crazy. Think like uh, Chad when we did the Dolly uh, Christmas album. He brought facts. History. We learned. Sami Kiriyama, Blackpink. Exactly. Teach us.
0: Alex Piper, Gorilla. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, um,
0: I would even go as far as to say Kyle Gamboni,
1: Ava oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he taught us a lot about her haircut, for sure.
0: He, he knew more about her than I think she knew about
1: herself. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That's
0: absolutely So what, what, better, what better way to, to start off than with uh, a queen that uh, has kind of been with us our entire lives and uh, is trying to stay out of the, the media, but at the same time, everyone's talking all the time because we care about her. We care about Simon, her. Simon, who are we reviewing this week?
1: Oh my gosh icons only this week. We are reviewing Miss Britney Spears, and we're going with Glory, the 2020 version. Because there is, let's 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 put this out there, there's a 2016 deluxe version that has about 500 tracks, and then there's a 2020 new and improved version with a reordered song list and about 500 new songs. So... We decided to go with the 2020 version because there's some there's a, there was a track that was released in 2020. So like why not keep it fresh?
0: Why not why not throw in that Backstreet Boys song that no one and I repeat no one. Actually no, I don't mean I don't say that. Every, actually everyone that is a Britney fan yes has been dying for a, a collaboration between these two.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Me I wasn't asking for it. I mean, at the same time, it totally makes sense, so I get it.
1: Yeah, I don't think I asked for it, but I said, I'll take it, you know?
0: So, Simon, uh, what is your relationship with Britney? Where are you going into this album? What's the mindset?
1: Oh, my gosh. I remember when that first album came out. It was like as if there was a time before hit me, baby, one more time, and a time after it, culturally. I remember, so I grew up in a neighborhood. There were a kids my age to the left and right of me uh, on each side of me, uh, a kid my age, and then an older brother. And I remember specifically that the older brothers were just like, oh, I want to of sex with Britney Spears. I remember that vividly. Like, And I think that translates to kind of how she was treated at the time by uh, gentlemen in our society, if you will. But apart from that, I just remember her music was everywhere. People were obsessed. And most of all, my mother would not let my four sisters copy her signature crop top midriff showing look.
0: Did 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 your sisters really want to? Was that a re- like a request?
1: Honestly, probably not. Maybe like one of them was like, oh, "Mom, just like let me live, let me live my life." Exactly. Was it but, Gina?
0: Yeah.
1: It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No. Um, crazy. So you, yeah, you were a fan since the beginning. Is that? I would say I I, I wouldn't say that I've like followed her career avidly but i've definitely been um cognizant of it i would say uh not a diehard fan but definitely not against like i recognize legend status when i see it you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah
0: i i um i vividly remember britney hit me baby one more time
1: course oh.
0: I but this again this to to give the the leaders that may have not listened to season one <clears throat> there's a to- time in my life where I said music wasn't for me right. and <laughs> that was in that period of time that's yes. when Britney Spears was at her peak and prime yes and so I was adjacently aware of her music side but one of the things that I do have a story about is that like I remember in the first grade. Do you remember Got Milk ads?
1: Yes. Oh my God, the Got Milk ads were culture. Everyone who was someone was doing a Got Milk ad.
0: Well, uh Britney Spears did one, and of course, if there if there, if it wasn't like kind of just uh, foreshadowing enough, I had her magazine ad of her Got Milk thing in my <laughs> locker at in the first grade and okay. every every day before class I would run to my locker and I'd give her a kiss on the lips and then I'd run into I'd run into class.
1: Wow you are really signaling your masculinity there Aaron
0: I'm interested in women and by women <laughs> I mean Brittany spears
1: <laughs> my sexuality <laughs> is I British. would love you a woman a woman Brittany <laughs> that's incredible so your early sexuality was also uh heavily influenced by Brittany
0: but what I would say is I just kind of similar to me maybe not giving Gaga as much time of day when she was kind of big in the scene but now I've obviously given her like weeks and weeks of my life <laughs> um Britney was always has always been kind of on the sidelines there was a moment uh I want to say in in 2016 because when we were when we were going through this album I was like I never thought I had listened to this album before but like it turns out I had because there was a guy that I was like friends with at the time that was like I love Britney and I love it like and you need to love her too and I was like yeah give it some chances Uh uh-huh so I listened to it then, obviously. So I know some of the songs and that, so, that whole thing. Um, but I guess what I'm saying with this is she's always been very removed for me as uh, um, an artist I would even want to pay attention to. And I think, by to be honest, I think by the time that, like, I would have potentially been like, yes, Queen, mm-hmm. she started doing the, the more, like, kind of just... Uh, toe-tapping, like, very, um, hardly dancing. Like, sure. you could tell her heart wasn't really in it anymore.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, and that, now that there's, like, a little more transparency on what she was going through at the time, like, doesn't that make sense?
0: Oh, it, it totally makes sense. And yeah. I think that that's some, something to be said about, um, whether or not you and. You end up liking Britney's music. I think you could like her as a person and appreciate.
1: Oh my God. How could you not? She seems like such a genuinely kind human being who, like, in just such star power, who happened to, like, right place, right time, soar to fame, like, overnight but still comes from this like tiny, tiny town and maintains that sort of small town, just warmth and generosity, I would say. It's like watching interviews with her, you can just tell that she's just a good person.
0: Yeah, yeah, she, she really does seem like she's got a good heart and she's just trying to live her life, but everyone else is trying to like, kind of pick her part her light like every word that she says apart right and to be honest like I think I was tweeting this the other day I was like yeah I think if you go back um even like seven years in my tweets you're probably going to find some ones that are very inappropriate right no one no one can be responsible for like what they are saying at like that high school that like 18 year old age especially in the 90s when like there wasn't as much, much culture. So when you look back and you sometimes you're like, okay, I can see how sh- that would be scandalous then. Like these days, mm-hmm. that's not scandalous at all. And I think we've all yeah. kind of gotten past that a little bit, you know, like.
1: Yeah. Thankfully, being okay your body and being sexy. Yeah. Thankfully the idea of like a woman, like at, you know, 18 plus, you know, like wanting to exploit her sexuality and just wanting to feel generally or enjoying the idea of feeling sexy, like, that isn't as scandalous an idea these days. I mean, it's we don't live in a world still where that for women is not scrutinized, unfortunately. Like, it still is. But I'd say back then it was even worse. And I, I would say that Brittany definitely paved the way
0: and took the brunt of the hit. Mm-hmm for all of the, um, the, the Queens that have come after, Oh yeah. They have been able to be more sexualized. They have been able to be more free, even though there's still this kind of misogyny that's happening and the sexism within the, the music industry. I think she, she tore down a good chunk of that wall. Mama. Oh,
1: she's, she's,
0: And it's a lot easier for you to be able to be yourself uh, as a woman in Hollywood because of Britney. It's
1: still really hard. It's still really fucking hard. hard. Yeah. And we should say too, we both obviously watched the uh, New York Times, what's it called? New York Times Presents or whatever, the docuseries on Hulu, um, which just came out with a Britney Spears episode. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend Stop What You're Doing. Go watch it. But um, I think t- looking like it was really interesting g- just going through the timeline of her fame and thinking back to just myself as someone who's growing up figuring out the world and like now knowing the social structures that are in place that existed at the time that I couldn't even conceptualize at that age and now being able to understand like oh okay so she's coming to fame at a time where like the paparazzi is at absolute peak relevancy in our society and their motivation purely being just you know a shot of Britney goes for millions and millions of dollars so I want to get my money I don't really care if her well-being is taken into account or not you know stuff like that right. it's it's and then just thinking back to like you know times in my life where i might have made just an offhanded, casual joke about Brittany because it's literally been so pervasive and so easy to make that joke and it gets a cheap or got like a cheap laugh at the time and it and it was just, it was really interesting to just self-reflect on that and be like, why did, like, why did I say those things? Like, what was going, like, how has the conversation in the media been towards her that I just didn't think that that was an issue to say something like that? Or I, and like, going back, I, I realized that I haven't really taken her seriously as a pop star because she's, like, an image has been constructed of her as, like, A robot pop star who isn't a great singer but can dance and is just kind of like a pop product machine and now knowing what we know it's like that wasn't really the case at all she was very involved in the creative and is an incredible dancer and looking at her early career she was popping off an album every single year like they were working her like Crazy. So, honestly, I'm really glad that we decided to dive into some Britney because it gave me some fresh perspective on just like what her life would have been like. And I 100% appreciate her as a person and artist a lot more than I did before. And like going through her discography, she has undeniable contributions to pop music throughout every era and like who can say that so like not many exactly not many. so you know I I'm like Dolly Parton, oh, Dolly she Parton. well and she <laughs> basically made the COVID vaccine so I mean I mean but we don't need to compare we don't need to compare but yeah but Kylie Minogue Oh, God, I love her. Still listening to Disco. Check out that episode, y'all. I am y'all. It's, so good. It it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, so like, being able to just reflect on that made me really excited to dive into this Glory album, which I kind of just missed at the time. I just yeah. like, didn't really think about it. Um, I don't think she. there's a lot of promo happening. I, I don't think there was either. I do remember... Uh, because I think "Make Me" was one of the lead singles. I don't know if it was the lead mm-hmm. single, and that one I've always really liked. It's been on my playlist since I heard it. But um, what,
0: what's your playlist again?
1: That would be uh, a Spotify playlist called "I Love This" playlist, which you can follow, like, subscribe to. I add to it all the time. It's great. Oh, how, lo- how long is that playlist? Like, how long is it? I can tell you, Aaron, it is, uh, right now we're sitting at 1,334 songs, uh, total time, just under 85 hours. So you could keep it on nonstop for, you know, a few days, if you want.
0: That is crazy bananas. Yeah. That's a big playlist. (laughs) That's a big playlist. Mine are like maybe 20 songs max.
1: Yeah. And now it has some new Britney. Now it has some new Britney in it.
0: Well, some old, old well, new Britney, yeah. right?
1: Old new um, Britney.
0: <laughs> so we have done some episodes last season where we started with uh, our top five biggest flops and then we went into our album as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we've got other, other ones the other way. Yeah. What are you, what are you feeling today?
1: I think we should follow suit uh, in terms of how we've done our more recent episodes and do our deliberation as a whole. And then let's get into, like, our top uh, biggest flop. You game? Let's do it. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm so game. Okay. So I really want to go first. You so, go first. So I actually think conceptually this album is very strong. Uh, just sonically, I feel like the the production is very consistent throughout. I definitely f- could see this being like a take a little smoke, lay back in bed and just let this album hit you kind of vibe. Um it kept my Okay. Okay. You don't think so? You don't think okay. This is a you're saying this is like a take a,
0: and then lay in bed and you Yeah, just, why not? Just like, just relax to it? Yeah. I mean, this, song, this album is like almost completely about just like banging it all hours of the day, girl.
1: Yeah, and I I like to do that with a little, you know. Yeah, you but know? you're not
0: late. The way you're describing <laughs> it, was, it sounded like you were just going to be like, maybe reading a book, looking out the window, really uh, thinking
1: about life. Nuh uh, Nuh-uh, not with this album, mama. Okay, well, maybe there's a better way to phrase that. but now you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> you really <laughs> just meant like this is a
0: great album to have sex to.
1: <laughs> However you wanna say it. <laughs> However you wanna say it. Tomato tomato. <laughs> tomato tomato. No, there's there's a good amount of bangers on this album and there is enough connective thread to keep me interested. Um and I I should note, I just skimmed the difference in the track list between Oh hi P- hi PJ how are you um, I just tr- skimmed the track differences between the 2016 and 2020 version but I feel like the rearrangement that went on in the 2020 version does make it a slightly stronger album story wise. Do you have thoughts on that? So I have not been able to find the 2016
0: version of the track list. Not, it's not Apple on Apple Music.
1: music. Not on Apple Music. That's right. But
0: that's it right. starts with Invitation on the first one. Does it start with Invitation on the... It digital? does.
1: But then it segues into... Do you want to come over? Did it? Well, that's 2020. What's right. What 2016 one have? Oh, hold on. It goes to from Invitation to Make Me with G-E-Z. Oh yeah, which is a much different vibe. That's a different story. A much different vibe.
0: Much different story. So I so, yeah. I did not under I did not get that, but um you're saying that sonically the sound sounds consistent and has a common thread
1: throughout. Yeah, I think as a whole this album like makes sense to me.
0: I I would have to like going through the album again i i turned out i have listened to it plenty of times back in 2016 mm-hmm. but also going through the album with the fresh eyes to or like now i think uh i think you're right that like this the theme is the theme is uh consistent the uh there's a common thread with with the theme but also there's a common thread with like the sound for the most part but there are some deviations and some changes um So it is a very consistent album and it's like for all intents and purposes, objectively, it's a great album.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Simon, like what, what are, what are your, do you have any more thoughts or are you, what, what are you going to rate the album?
1: I do think, so I do think the 2020 version is probably very much like fan service in that there are a lot of extra tracks on this album. There are 23 total tracks. (sighs) <sighs>
0: well, are, aren't the last three just different disco remixes of a
1: song? They are. Their Did mixes, you listen to those? Their, I didn't. They're remixes, remixes to her most recent single release, which was Mood Ring. So the story with that one, as far as I know, was like, the fans were demanding it. It wasn't on the OG 2016 glory. And then out of nowhere, she's just like, here you go, guys. Here's the song. Here's the Mood Ring. And it, it kind of came and went and didn't really, like, come onto my radar at the time. But it's, it's a cute song. It's, it's good, you know. It didn't
0: come onto my radar at all. I think what it, <laughs> I think what it was, um, and this happened to Dua Lipa, too, with uh, Future Nostalgia. I think it was a similar situation where a song was released or announced or whatever. People knew about it. Uh-huh. And it didn't make the album. So everyone was like, where's the song? Um, and so I, I think it was one of those situations that's how it ended up coming to be the Backstreet okay. Boy song that was I think just like fan service central of,
1: definitely
0: oh you were a 90s kid well guess what we got a surprise for you mama
1: love that love that Which, N- noticeably not within sync for reasons I think we know why uh because probably JT, right? Is that where you're going with this? I, I would have to imagine.
0: I was also going to say, like, one <laughs> band is completely broken up and the other one's not. Well, that there's also, also the logistics...
1: <laughs> there's the logistics of the band no longer existing, sure. Lance Bass is busy, mama. Thank goodness for that. Being oh. a guest judge oh. on every TV show. Yeah. And can we just say, like, yes, we know men are trash, but Justin Timberlake in particular... A hot- I garbage mess
0: i legitimately was so like i loved super bowl uh being in minneapolis that was like a fun cool thing yeah it was fun but fucking justin timberlake being the 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 musical like halftime performer for our oh super bowl our super i was bowl. like let me vomit all over everyone seriously Where, it, he, what he needed to do is he needed to bring on
1: Lizzo oh, to
0: sing the Minnesota
1: Can you imagine?
0: That would have been enough. No, that but it would in- have been enough.
1: Instead, we had to endure that like bizarro Man of the Woods era, which was conceptually like I don't it, like conceptually yeah. it was the equivalent of like an empty tan of grizzly chewing tobacco. Is like this sucks. And, you know what, it it just is another example of, like, karma's real. Look at how Britney's celebrity has aged in terms of her music career relevancy. Bitch is still making money, and she's not even in full control of her estate in person. And we have Justin Timberlake over here who is in, like, a movie or two and now is known for, uh, you know, moms and dads singing that one happy, whatever that song that was that was in Trolls you know yeah so uh
0: i've got that? A feel- not, not i've got a feeling that's black red peas <laughs> what is Something that? Song? like feeling
1: i couldn't i almost
0: said happy dance, dance dance
1: oh 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 it's um 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 oh my god it's on the tip of my tongue you almost had the rhythm too i don't <laughs> know again i don't know who's to say
0: Before we even like say what our biggest flop or (laughs) uh, a bopper flop. One thing I want to, I like, we always do this. We always forget to say things that um, we wish we would have said at the beginning. And I had it ready, mama. I had it ready. Yeah. How we were going to be talking about like when we were going into reviewing these old albums (laughs) and like we were texting because literally yesterday, we're recording on a Friday, literally yesterday. Taylor Swift had the audacity oh, oh my God. to have another announcement. And I, I texted Simon and I'm like, Oh my um, God. Simon.
1: I can't take I it. I
0: think that she knows that we're going to record uh, uh, tomorrow. And she's just trying to fucking spite our lives that
1: bid. I can't take it. This is, like, and everything about this announcement is, like, everything that bugs me about her is, like, this long winding post about who cares, and all the capital letters spell out April 9th, which makes her fans absolutely lose their fucking mind, and to me is, like, the equivalent of, like, rearranging, like, I don't know, fucking uh, alphabet cereal in a bowl to, like, spell something out. Like, Oh, God, she's such like, what an icon. Oh, crack the code, people. Like, oh, I wish we would have had her to uh, crack the Nazi codes back in, you know, World War Two. We would have solved that a little sooner. Like, Jesus Christ, I can't. I'm going to throw my computer. I'm she, sorry. She literally, like, what I will say I is can't. I <laughs> am. I can't. Ugh. Aaron, if we have to review that album, I'm going to kill someone.
0: Well, you, uh, don't, don't put that out in the world because I think we are reviewing it. It's one of the albums we're reviewing. No, like, I'm
1: not. You have to find a new co-host. I can't do another fucking Taylor album. I can, that would be I three in like five months. I'm not doing it. <sighs> I we, we don't need to do all of them. Oh, I, just, I think we need to do this
0: one because this is the Taylor album. And But what, at, anywho, my thoughts, like number one... Thank God it wasn't the full album again, because, she, like, we tried to record season one, episode one, and we we're going to do Jesse Ware, and we are so fucking excited for it. Finally! And then, to
1: give some spotlight to Jesse Ware, who deserves it, for that absolute banger of an album, What's Your Pleasure. And what does Taylor decide to do?
0: Release damn fucking Folklore. And then... We're getting close to the end of the year and we're like, okay, well, we're gonna take a week break before we go on uh, into our final episode, and then we're gonna call it a season. What did Taylor she say? To? No. She says oh, evermore. evermore, girl. Ugh. And so like when this announcement happened, we were like, I was just like, How does she fucking know our podcast schedule?
1: You keep texting it she's to her, gotta, that's why.
0: She's gotta get lost. she's a leader. It turns out she's probably a leader.
1: She probably is, honestly. She's obsessed with us. It's gross. Like, Just
0: just get a hobby uh, dealer. Honestly. Did you know that she only follows one person on Instagram and it's us? And it's us. And we're not even
1: responding to her DMs. Like, oh my god. (laughs) Get Uh, lost. It's exhausting. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so what's your thoughts, Aaron, on the album as a whole? Bob or flop? Give it to us.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, well, the only other thing I would want to say about the album is.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. What I love good vocals. Yeah. It's a thing that really actually does
1: matter to me. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know and, where you're going with this.
0: <laughs> and
1: I'm nervous.
0: I don't. I, watching, watching her performances when she was younger, mm-hmm. it's clear she can sing. Yes, I don't know what 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 like current state Brittany is. What's going on there? But her sound is one; it's different, mm-hmm. and two, it 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 sounds almost computer generated, like generated. Well,
1: Aaron, do you know the like? I don't know if this is true or not, but the story behind it is that she actually has like a very different range, but her like her people at the time, like the record label forced her to sing in this like higher, like, oh, oh, and it like very much damaged her vocal cords. That's that's uh, the story. I don't know if it's true.
0: I could see I could see that being very true because all of her uh, like young Disney bros called Clubhouse. Yeah. She sang a lot lower. So that yeah that totally makes a ton of sense what it does for me as a listener is it takes me back it it takes me out and makes it feel a little bit corporate not a little bit a lot of it corporate and a lot of it just like produced to the point that it's not i have a tough time getting at appreciating the art as much Mm -hmm. again love britney as an artist Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. based on all of that There are songs in this album, I think, that you've alluded to that, like, are are songs that are going to be playing at the club when the club is open, (sighs) hopefully sooner than later. Come on, Dr. Fauci. Come on, Biden. Let's get going. (laughs) Let's go. All those things. Um, In addition, I think I probably won't be listening to them, though, on my own, Mm -hmm. but I'll definitely know them all. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. To me, Sonically Album, like, eh, this should fit as a bop for all of the things that I like to try and think of as a bop. It has a common thread, it has a common sound, it has ups and downs, it has range. I can't give this a bop, I have to give it a flop, because it just, I know in my heart of hearts, I don't think I will ever be a Britney fan for her music, but I will always be a Britney fan for everything
1: else. Wow, this is tough. This is tough to hear. Oh, Okay, well, folks, you heard it here. Send your, send I'm your mail. I'm a Timberlake S- fan. No. <laughs> no, 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 don't joke about it. <laughs> no, no. No, we love Brittany. Okay, my thoughts. Totally understand what you're saying. I think... Part of, like, the magic of Britney is the production side of things. Like, I think going back album by album, you can pick out parts of the production that are, like, crazy unique that you will only hear in a Britney song. I mean, like, obviously toxic comes to mind. Like, that is something. But then Uh I think... I think of, like, the era with If You seek Amy Me, Circus, like, there are a lot of production stuff that, like, I'm not even a huge Britney fan, but I still remember, like, little bits and pieces from that. And that's so, that's, when you think about that, that's pretty impressive that that sticks with you when you're not a huge fan. <laughs> like, so I think there's really something to be said for that. Um, I do think part of the Britney brand, along with the production, is you are going to get vocal stylings that are very much like that so i can see why you that is like a love hate thing and if it is like grading to you i couldn't i can't hold it against you because i get it for me personally listening to it it isn't something that um takes me out of it so much that i can't enjoy it so for me yeah. so for me going through i like Track list, I'm looking at Invitation, I'm looking at Do You Want to Come Over, I'm looking at Make Me, I'm looking at Private Show, Man on the Moon, Slumber Party, um, If I'm Dancing, and, like, these, like, they're really, really strong tracks throughout, so for me, I'm gonna give it a bop, even though normally, like, with so many tracks on the album, I do think it would be better served with a little editing, but again, seeing as this release is, like, totally... Fan service 100%. Like, I'm not going to knock it for that. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. 100%. I think, I think, um,
0: I, I, I I appreciate everything you said. And I think that what I, what I kind of wish is I kind of wish we would have picked an album that, like, because I, I don't know about you, but I don't know any of her albums, especially her younger ones. Like mm-hmm. I, w- I kind of wish we would have reviewed her at her prime toxic whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause I guarantee you I probably would have been able like I yeah, would I yeah. I, I would have been able to probably find some opinions. Sure. As I did. But I do have a top up. I do have the biggest flop. Well, that's
1: all you can ask for on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the spot. That's like Uh so now that we've got our deliberations out of the way, we got one bop, one flop. Uh do you want to lead us in to your your top bop? Yeah. So um I'm I'm so curious. I have an idea of what it could be, but I'm not sure.
0: I I really I really hope you get it right. So the song that like I legit I like a lot is Man on the Moon.
1: Okay, okay. I love that. It's a great
0: song. And I think it's because I, I, I hear myself singing along to it a lot. When it, like, I was I actually, like, ended up singing up the... Uh, or whatever, however that thing goes, <laughs> at the gym today. Because I was listening as I was working out. And I was like, it's a cute song. It's a What's cute that? song. It uh, has a good beat. It has a fun kind of, like... It's almost like uh, well, I don't know, I don't know what the phrase is for the hand movement I'm doing right now but kind of just like
1: <laughs> leaders gently em- drawing yeah imagine Aaron is doing like a very organic sort of like flowy movement his his fingers are pulsating going in a circular motion sort of um, it looks kind of like a jellyfish. <laughs>
0: Kind of like a jellyfish, but she's like luring you in. And the song—the song is oh. very much about like, let's get to nighttime so my my man friend can come over, <laughs> and yeah. we can have some fun. There's a similar thread throughout in the album. Yeah, well, pretty. There's just different references on on sex. That's yeah. The lyrical <laughs> content is not much. I, I wish I wish I did the digging and maybe I can do it really quick. But like, did she write? Most of
1: this. Did she write any of this album? I'm giving no? you that. I'm giving you that eek face. I don't really know, to be honest with you. I did. I didn't research the songwriting, to be honest. And I. I don't want to say either way, based on my preconceived notions of Britney. I don't know. She
0: was a credited writer on. Um, Roughly four four of the original twelve standard edition. Okay. And when you get to the deluxe edition, you get an additional two.
1: There you go. Not a bad ratio, Britt. We'll take it. We we will take it. We'll take it. 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 So Aaron, do you wanna take a quick listen? Get a little refreshment. Okay, we'll be right back. And dear leaders, why don't you take a moment, pause and listen to Man on the Moon? We'll be right back. All right. So we just listened to Man on the Moon. And, oh, Aaron, great choice. It's a good
0: one. It's It's so good. good.
1: It's so good. And now going back to that hand motion you're making, like the jellyfish sort of in and out, in and out. I, I feel like I know what you're saying with that. Like the chorus is so... Like inviting and enrapturing, it's so good. I love this song. It's added she to is my playlist, you in, Mama. Yeah, it's on my playlist. Added. I I have to say, uh,
0: um, during the break, I did some digging, and I did have, Phoebe Ryan was the writer on this song. Brittany wasn't, but Phoebe Ryan. Which, if you don't know uh, Phoebe Ryan, she is uh, a lesser known artist, but. Like really fun and I have next album that she puts out we- we're gonna need to review because okay. I have stories about D B Ryan. Okay, spoiler it. alert. We are fr- like we were friends on Instagram for like a, like a night.
1: Oh, okay. Oh one degree. Tell you more when that episode comes out. It's like we we almost you know, know Brittany. Almost. 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 So you know solid top bot pick, Aaron. Simon. Well um what about you though? What was your top bot? There are a few that I thought about for this one, but I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going with, do you want to come over? Do you want to come over? Uh Did I? I, uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Can we maybe give it a listen? Yes, please. Can we? Yeah. All right. We'll be right back.
0: Wowie. Wow. That song is fun. Talk about a slapper. Ooh. This is a song <laughs> I I think I would definitely dip low in at the
1: club. I would shake my ass to this. Uh-huh. Song. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It would be nonstop, mama. Non-stop.
0: Be, I'd be rubbing it into people, I'd be <laughs> rubbing it
1: into the bartenders. I'd
0: be taking it across, doing a fruit loop.
1: My booty is <laughs> wiggling all across the dance floor, Mama. Somebody stop <laughs> it! Somebody stop that booty! This is this is like classic minimalist lyricism for Brittany For me, it doesn't say anything more than it needs to say to get the message across. Key points: um, you say you can't sleep because of your mattress. Uh, relatable. My lower back pain is flaring up, Mama have to get some girl mattress. you need to
0: get a new bed
1: i do need a new mattress truly i do i think it's a problem and but, a um, bed frame. shout out to eric vanna <sighs> whatever um shout <laughs> out to shout out to friend of the pod sam arnold who gave me some dry needling and uh twisted and contorted my body and cracked parts of my back that have never been cracked amazing uh anyway so back to the key points can't sleep because your mattress do you want to come over uh, uh-huh. whenever you want <laughs> and whenever you need love it that's all you need I uh-huh. live for the part at the end where there's that That do you want to come over pause pause whenever you want awesome uh-huh. <laughs> it, is, it is truly just like a,
0: a, a fun dance club dance song doesn't have anything more than it needs
1: Exactly. Uh, Straight to the point. As you said, that beat is what funky.
0: It is a funky fresh beat, Mama. Funky fresh
1: um,
0: beat. very good song. Very good song. Mm-hmm. Simon, do you want to start first? The biggest,
1: or do you want me to start? I can start. I can start. This is a tough one because you know me. I'm cultured. I don't just speak English. I like to incorporate many different languages into my everyday rhythm and flow of my lexicon, if you will. So you sure? it hurts to say that my biggest flop on the album, and <clears throat> my pronunciation's a little rusty, so please forgive me, but it was the track titled Coupure Électrique. Ugh, just, oh. ugh, it was a tough one for me. It, oh. it, the the whole French of it all with Brittany, like, pronunciation's not great it's a little tough to listen to and it took me out of the like the the conceptual flow of the album i just didn't need it i didn't need
0: it mama so when i was looking up like the the songwriter stuff and everything it turns out the album was originally like only 12 like standard edition yeah with 12 songs that only went up to what you need that's how the album ended and i think that the album would have been a lot better if it would have ended there
1: I agree. I think it probably could have cut off after the first 12. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. but this is the the one interesting thing about this album is that the like literal meaning of coupure electric is like to cut the electric which translates to blackout which is the title of her 2007 album. So it's a little bit of a like hey a throwback Throw throwing it back to that album, which who could forget? 2007 was a year for Britney. That album came out. Uh, Give me more, remember? It's oh yeah, Brit- it's Britney, bitch. Oh, I could I could watch I can, that um, music video with her in that fedora all day, kind of lackadaisically grinding on the pole. <laughs> do you
0: ever do you ever think that maybe Britney? brought fedoras back into the mainstream and that's why there was that like movement of of sensual guys that would all wear (laughs) fedoras
1: honestly aaron i think about it all the time it's uh it keeps me up at night i have to take medication (laughs) now (laughs) it's not just my mattress keeping me up at night do you want to come up it's a Sam (laughs) fedoras (laughs) <laughs> oh yes yes so how about you aaron what was, what song just didn't do it for you what was your biggest flop funny enough um mm-hmm. my my
0: biggest flop <laughs> is actually on the album an album <laughs> sure and i think it 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 put a sour taste in my mouth right off the get-go oh it's the, ti- it's the it's not a title track. It's the first song on the album. Invitation. Oh Tip. no! It talk about songs that like the voice just really does not sound real. That voice in that song sounds like a computer. It like, might be. I I it didn't even sound like Britney at all. Where again, going back to Man on the Moon, those vocal rounds, girl, I I could tell she did that. That's her. Oh, she, did she did that. Did, she she did could those. sing. She could do it. So I'm like what, like whoever is like running the Britney camp. <laughs> let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Listen up. Let her sing. Yes. Let her sing and let her do her music, and you know what? You, less is more on the production for her voice. Mm-hmm. She's got a great voice.
1: Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag let Britney sing. Let's get that. Let trending. her sing. <laughs> Let's <laughs> get that trending, people. How about that? How about that? Oh, Aaron, what a goddamn pleasure it was to go over this album. It was it was a true pleasure to, to
0: talk through and walk through our our long history with oh. one of the most beloved queens of all time.
1: Most beloved queens of our generation, for sure. For sure. Just to get
0: just to give you a teaser of of some things that are coming up. I, one of the the guests I was reaching out to uh, for the different episodes we're doing, mm-hmm. they go, "Hey, um, I'll be on as long as you uh, make sure that I am titled uh, the gayest or the gay it's the gayest episode you've ever done." And I was like, "I'm sorry, my dear, I don't this artist." is, like, one of many gay artists. And the list of people that we're doing is, like, extremely long.
1: That seems, uh, like, uh, a little bit brash of a potential guest.
0: When that episode comes out, I will make sure to call that out because... Um, I, I, would, I I'm going to want the, <laughs> the, the leaders of the world to decide for themselves.
1: I've been noticing, Aaron, that people have... Uh, have uh, started to make requests of us uh, potential guests saying, if X artist releases album, I'm calling this artist. It's like, people are trying to take ownership. We, we get to choose. Technically Aaron runs the schedule. So (laughs) take it up, take it up with Aaron. (laughs) Take it up with me. Take it up with me. And and you better
0: have some good rationale, Mama, but I am open hearing why you think you cis white person would be the right person for a beyonce episode
1: or a you Robin come... episode, God, cause like you're the only gay person who likes Robin right? Come on, come Robin. on, we we're not come on come on
0: come on we'll we'll come we'll on. we'll we'll handle that bridge when we come to it. We have one last thing to do, though.
1: one last thing you thought I forgot, didn't you, but I didn't I did not single obsession that's right. Aaron, what is that track that I would say in the last week? But it's been you know a week. Uh, it's been a, a month and a, f- a couple weeks since we last did this. What is the song that you've just been playing, playing, playing?
0: So um, I have. I've been thinking a lot about this because the the one I was like gonna joke about is I was like, I really love that driver's license song by Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. A cultural moment. A cultural reset. <laughs> wow. She did that. <laughs> yes, No, she did. that song, like, it's... I don't know how it ended up doing as well as it did because it is plain. It is a plain piece of white bread, girl. <laughs> the song that, like, legit... I, I've been, like, listening to a ton of house music. Love that. And have been living and loving it. And one of the songs that... Uh, I think I was listening to, on a, in a car ride the other day, was Hypnotized by Purple Disco Machine. Oh my god, yes. And yes. Sophie and the something?
1: Sophie and um, the g- g- girls, maybe? It starts with I I don't know.
0: Sophie and the G-R-G-R-D- No Giants. Oh. <laughs> Not the Giardia. <laughs> well, thank <laughs> um, for that. So Hypnotized by Purple Disco Machine, Sophie and the Giants. Check it out. Simon, what about
1: you? I would say that's also on my playlist. What a bop. Um, The song that I've been playing on repeat, uh, again, this is not a new release, But I heard it for, I think, the first time last Saturday. I would just like to say I'm a little disappointed in my friends and family that they did not alert me to this song existing, because it's the song Impact by S.G. Lewis, featuring the impeccable musical stylings of Robin and Channel Trace. Channel Trace uh, being the, the guy who opened for Robin on her last tour, and is incredible rising star he has such a flow and easy groovy style i'm obsessed with him but anyways that song is a fucking slapper it immediately took me back to being out in the club doing my thing shaking my ass it just makes me so happy so that's that's my single obsession of the week
0: simon Mm. i'm gonna need you to send me that song because i don't think i have heard it
1: oh Aaron, it's so good
0: and I think I, I think I just need to to listen to it. You'll love, um, you'll love.: So Simon, thank you so much for for hopping back on the phone
1: for uh, starting
0: this season two back
1: up. You know at first, it was a little rough. I felt like a virgin, but a couple minutes back in the saddle wasn't so bad. <laughs> you, you, you could even like
0: allude it to being um, how you described the album. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you, you you just lay in bed yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that
1: that same feeling sex and stuff yeah <laughs> Wait, Simon, where can people find you? Oh girl I mean you can find me on Instagram at the realist Simon. If you're feeling adventurous musically, you can find uh, my playlist on Spotify called "I Love This" playlist. And uh, the uh, the bopper flop Insta handle is at bopper flop podcast. Uh, Aaron, where can they find you, good sir?
0: Well, uh, I don't really use Instagram anymore.
1: That's right. That's news, people. He's off Insta. <laughs> He's off. I I have
0: I have downloaded it exclusively so when you (laughs) we'll see how it goes when you tag me in in a post to announce a new episode i can at least share that one it's on my ipad i don't ever touch my ipad so like yeah it is exclusively so on mondays or tuesdays or whenever simon's
1: posting yeah i can give it a quick share like a senior citizen you've downloaded the app to your ipad for ease of use and readability well,
0: one of the fun things that I actually did do um, during this, this break was go on a fun trip with you.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, And yes. on
0: that trip, uh, I took plenty of photos with the iPad to cherish those memories.
1: <laughs> There's nothing better than someone whipping out an iPad for a photo moment. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. It's I, old woman at a concert. Just lo- love that. <laughs> so you can't find me on Instagram. I am still on Twitter at the Erin. I'm fine. I mostly just post pictures of Prairie because I, mm-hmm. I think I'm still obsessed with. People need to know how cute she is. You know. Of
1: course, you're doing a. Service. I can't help myself. hmm
0: mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you can find me. How do you spell that? Uh, T H E E H R E N. Weird, I know, but, but you'll, you'll get, get used, used to, to it. it. that was I'm sure 100% in sync it it was 100% in sync final thing I wanted to plug though because uh, of the pod Jerome Evans uh, he just started his brand new podcast called Bottomless Coffee um, and they have three episodes out right now and I am on one of them so if you want to hear me talk about how I was pretty pretty problematic in my political views to where I am today Mm -hmm. uh, which I don't know depending on what where you align might be problematic for you right now i, I hope that you're not listening to this podcast Then, <laughs> um, um go give him a listen um we can probably do like a share or a post or we can do some yeah. way of promoting his, his episode or his podcast on ours
1: absolutely we love friend of the pod jerome he's great love oh incredible stunning
0: um, and stay tuned for uh, scenes from a
1: fun little episode. Who knows? Oh, I almost forgot about that. Let me pull that up. Should we should we Yes, okay. okay. so uh, goodbye everyone. Thanks for joining. We missed you. We hope you missed us, but don't worry, we're back. We kisses. Bye
0: And now. A dramatic reading of an SNL skit, High Fructose Corn syrup, with Simon playing Mom 1 and Aaron Ninkima playing Mom 2. Wow, you don't care what the kids eat, huh? Excuse me? Uh, that has high fructose corn syrup in it. <laughs> and? Well, you know the things, or the things they say about
1: high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> like what? Well, um... And it's made from corn, and it's natural enough, and like sugar, and it's fine in moderation? I guess. You guess what? That you should have kept your mouth shut? <gasps> hmm? I, I n- never... Never what? Never heard of science? You know, this is a real jam for me trust scientists or stay-at-home mom Sheila from down the street who's having wine at 10 a.m. I'm sorry. Let's just... (laughs) Let's just what? Make a bigger deal about the corn syrup at this fun party that you've been invited to, even though I didn't want to because you say shit like this? Okay. Hey, uh, that's a great sweater thanks it was my daughter's but she grew out of it and and, and that was a cold read by the way one and done because goodbye everyone <laughs>
0: <laughs> bye